Welcome to Three Guys on a Pontoon. You guys better go grab a cold one. What are you drinking? Hello, party people. Welcome to Three Guys on a Pontoon, Season 3, Episode 2. Two! Uh... <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> this is why I don't like doing intros. I suck. Yeah. What's but welcome, on? everyone. It's better than that one I did last season. What was it? Cool Cats and Kittens? Yeah. yeah that, as soon as I said party people, and I was just like, God, at least I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Hope you guys have a good week. This is, like Dylan said, episode two on season three. So we got some good things to talk about tonight. We're pretty excited. Hope you guys are. We'll be starting her off with. Well, the quote or the beer news? Let's do the quote. Let's start up. Okay. Um, okay. Here is the quote of the week. And these guys are smiling at me because it's so good. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I choose a lazy person to do a hard job because a lazy person will find an easy way to do it. Bill Gates. Let's let's uh, let's dissect this. Quick. Yeah, okay, so if you get hired by Bill Gates, just know he thinks you're lazy. Yeah, definitely. Doesn't matter how smart you are. If hey, not- he might pay if you figure out an easy way to do something, though. He might pay you the big bucks. If you're not up to his standards, you're pretty much lazy. Probably. I, I, what I got out of that. Yeah, there's a a. Um, like documentary on YouTube. This is like the nerdiest thing I've done in the past like five years. So there's like a documentary about Xbox on YouTube and it's like how they made Xbox and everything. And it's pretty interesting to like how many times it like almost didn't work out and like all this stuff. And apparently they say in there that Bill Gates was like a psycho. Like, you know how the stories of like um, Steve Jobs where he would be like, just freak out on people because he was so passionate or whatever however they say it apparently bill gates is like the same way like he just walk in and just start screaming in a meeting start throwing things at people i don't doubt that yeah pretty crazy i think apple has gone downhill because <laughs> the guy has passed away and, moved, and they don't have really that that passion as apple you know yeah it's like all the same I, shit now yeah apple always puts out years. the same shit every year anyway yeah the camera cameras on androids are better the um androids like don't break they have like the phone that just doesn't break anymore like waterproofing iphones are so fragile and just which they make them that way so you got to pay to fix them or buy a new one steve jobs just kind of was like intelligent with just kind of the the, even the commercials and all that kind of stuff overall was just neat how it came out in the app world to change all that but I mean, I'm still an Apple fan. I have everything Apple pretty much, but I just don't feel like nothing's like, oh, cool. Like all of this is like, oh, they could do this now. And like, okay, that's not that exciting, you know, but. Or yeah, I feel like they were like the first company to have a success. I don't know if they were the first to have a touchscreen, but the first to have like a successful touchscreen phone. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, what what crazy things have they done? Well, they got the headphone jack and the, the home button. That's like. Well, the Blackberry, only- <laughs> I think would be considered the first touchscreen. But you used like a stylus. Yeah. Blackberry just, 
Apparently, I mean, I know they had been like, like dropped off the face well, of the they, earth. They now have after a or before a certain point, like if you have a BlackBerry or a phone that operates off like BlackBerry system, like it won't work with cell um, service anymore. Oh, the five G, the five where we're at now. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Damn, can you imagine? Like, I just bought this phone. Yeah, I remember like. I guess what I've seen, what I'm seeing now with Apple, like it's like I don't know if it's gonna be like, oh, back in 2000, we used to have a home button, like you're saying, or a phone. Like it's just the phone now is more of a square, like the first phone that came out. You know, it was iPhone yeah. four. I mean, there's iPhone three, but still, iPhone four was more square, and that's what the new ones look like. So, I have an 11. And I'm like, eh, there's really no reason to upgrade until something really is worth it. And so, until I break this one or something like that. But Bill Gates is still not one of my fans, but I do like the quote. I think it's a good point of his saying that. But again, if you're not Bill Gates standards, you're pretty much lazy. Yep. Sorry, Cam. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> I like quote of the week with Cam. It was only yeah. less than 10 minutes ago he picked that quote out. So you know, oh. hey, we we're supposed to tell him that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and everybody, this was about quote number seven. The first yeah. were way, way worse. <laughs> What so do you what, uh, we have beer news, so let's do our update on dry January. Um, Zach, what are you currently drinking? I'm still drinking water. Uh, this is Aldi's water, so it's pretty good. Very nice. Natural spring in every Aldi's in the back. That's what I hear. Yeah. Bottle them straight in the back out of the natural spring. You got it. Yeah, straight so if you ever see an Aldi's, there's a natural spring right in the back. They, they only build them on top of natural springs. Truly amazing. What yeah. There. Yeah. What are you guys drinking? What's the beer news? Ah, well, I have a Bush, non-alcoholic. So, yeah, is it kind of cheating for Dry January? Kind of. Um, but it has no more alcohol than like a kombucha. So, um, I think it still counts. So, yeah, it's, me and Cam it's, decided. What? Yeah, it's up to. I I looked it up. It's like point uh 0.5% alcohol yep. content possibly so it's not even 1%. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even need an ID to buy this from Walmart from the self checkout. Like it didn't even require it. You could just walk in and walk out. So, yeah, um Target required me to uh, my license to buy the Budweiser Zero. Um kind of tastes like Bud Light and a Bud like right in between a Bud Light and a Budweiser. It's kind of, it has a little bit of a sweet taste. I don't know what that is, but it's not super heavy, but it's also not as light as Bud Light. So it's okay. Um, full flavored, zero alcohol brew. Hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, this one. Zero sugar a, too. Yep. Yeah, I think mine has that too. Yeah. I do kind of have some bad news for you guys. So this drink? weekend, no, this weekend coming up, I'm going to be hanging out with some old friends and we're going bowling. So we'll see. Ugh, it's going to be hard not to drink, though. Zach, I'm telling you. Okay, <laughs> I told I told the guys this. I texted them this the other day. Zach kind of mentioned he might be drinking at the bowling alley. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Just call ahead. Be like, hey, I'm a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> I need to bring my own non-alcoholic beer in. Is that okay? See what they say. They're not going to be like, no. Or if they do say no, just be like, hey, well, could you go out and buy 
some non-alcoholic beer and all like they'd have duels or something i I feel like you have to have a a non-alcoholic it's almost for whatever reason duels is like the number one choice of places for non-alcoholic beer i'm not really sure why either i think it's everyone i think it's probably like one of the first non-alcoholic beers come out it came out a long time ago yeah i did I'm going to say it was around in the 80s. And I'm not sure there's a lot of non-alcoholic beer in the 80s. So I'm going to say they're the first, possibly. And okay. so it's just that it's recognized. Yeah. Everyone recognizes it. I well, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Bush and A. The cans look almost <laughs> identical. Like in the fridge, I have still have some regular Bush. Um, the only difference is the N.A. It says N.A. instead of light, and it's red up top. So the taste is very similar. It's like, obviously, Bush and A, I think, is already like a non-alcoholic Bush light because it's definitely lighter than light. Um, but it definitely does taste like beer. Like, it's weird how closely similar it tastes to beer. But, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. The, a lot of just drinking water 24-7, so. Yeah. The Budweiser Zero can is white with silver lettering and the zero is in red it's actually a pretty good looking can yep um pretty slick but um don't get it i don't get it confused with the beer that's in my fridge but (laughs) 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 um but yeah i mean it's it's good i've this is only the second one i've had um it's not, I don't know, it, it's got like a sweet aftertaste. It leaves like a sweet aftertaste, so it, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's not like something I would want to drink if it was natural beer, probably, but it does taste like beer. So, I mean, it's not terrible. I don't know. I'd probably try the N.A. if I bought another case of non-alcoholic, see what that was like. But Yeah, I had... I have tried a Heineken Zero Zero. Um, it, it was probably two years ago at this point. One of the guys who, or well, he didn't work with us anymore. But uh, the guys who used to work with us didn't drink. Um, but for like his going away party, he got some Heineken Zero Zero <laughs> at the the restaurant. So tried it, and I mean that was I don't like regular Heineken, so I didn't love that one. But um, yeah, so if you're trying to do dry January, um, give it a shot. Like I said it. It may technically not count, depending on who you ask, but with us, it counts. It's fine. It counts. Like I said, we'll see if I can make it next weekend. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. But I give it about 20 minutes. Yeah. Your well, another thing is, like, I like what you said a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week episode, um, Dylan, was I can always make it up later in the year. So, yeah, just, just credit one for next month. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was trying to do, I think. So, and I honestly, I would probably be whatever you end up doing is probably exactly what I would do in your situation, Zach. So if you start drinking, that means I'm, I would probably do the same thing. (laughs) So. And then the final piece of beer news, which this is, yeah, I mean, this is big depending on, I guess, where you're at in the United States or in the world. Um, But Sun King out of Indianapolis, as we all know, is uh, opening a new tap room in Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. So, Kind of odd. I, I was surprised that they didn't try like the classic Indiana beer goes to Illinois, Michigan, um, yeah. Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, those yeah, the, the, that little section. You would 
think that those other states might have heard of it or yeah, people there would want it for me. Like, oh, that's cool. I'll go there. I like that beer. Yeah. But Florida. So, not sure if like the owner of Sun King is looking to retire in Sarasota. just like, <laughs> we can open a brewery down or a tap room down there and just call it a, a new venture, but really just retire. So I don't know. But um, I'm sure it's going to be successful. I mean, they got I bet there's a lot of retired people from Indiana that go down there for the half the year. And they're like, they've been complaining. Hey, I'll miss that. That is true. That is true. That could be it. Yeah. That's very yeah. possible. Yeah. Because the Midwest like flocks to Florida for spring break and mm. winter and all My that. grandparents did that. They did the snowbirds type thing for many years. Yeah. Well, I like the beer news. I like Sun King. Cream Ale is my, one of my favorites from them. So. Oh, yeah. I don't really like really I, I, they probably have what like six or seven beers i probably only really like like two or three of them mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to like i'm one of those people if i like it i drink it i don't like to like change so yeah. like, i like cream ale i'll try some of the other ones but like okay cream ale is definitely my go-to just like that with like food and different things like that i'm like you know i go to a restaurant and it's like nope i know what i want i've had it i enjoy it type thing same is yeah cam what about you because i agree if i go to a restaurant even if i i'll look and be like man that sounds really good i really want to try that by the time somebody comes over and is like all right what do you like you gotta decide what you want it's just i'm almost always gonna go with old reliable like very rarely change yeah unless it unless it's something that i'm i've had before and i really like but i don't get to drink it a lot i'll usually go with like miller light Plus, um, when I'm eating, I don't like a heavy beer. It fills me up too much, and then I don't want to eat. I'd rather just drink, like, a tall Miller Lite and eat my food with it, and I'm good. And then after I'm done eating, you know, off to the races, whatever you want to drink. <laughs> the, the only heavy beer I like to drink while I'm eating is Blue Moon. Sometimes I like to have a good mm-hmm. Blue Moon. A cheeseburger or wings. Yeah, I stay with wings. Like, B-Dubs always has Blue That's yeah. like, really good they put the orange slice in there yeah i always felt like sometimes oh, i'll change it up but then i like if i do that i'm like i'm disappointed it's like nah this wasn't as good as i know the other thing i like here at this restaurant so yeah, it's pretty- almost like you wasted a trip in your yeah. head yep definitely that's how i feel i do have a question for you guys while we're talking about dinners and that kind of stuff uh biscotti i not really know how to say that too well maybe you guys can say it better <laughs> but spaghetti spaghetti for dinner uh do you guys have a side like a vegetable with it usually uh, i've heard this is kind of common in some areas of the country or more you know maybe a cafeteria style is green beans i didn't grow up with that but i know Allie, my girlfriend that's her go-to when we have pasta she has to have her green beans so i don't know if that's something common with you guys or what not not common with us we usually have I mean, when we make spaghetti, it's usually because we want to do something easy. So it's like spaghetti and garlic bread or bread sticks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If we are really trying to fancy it up, we'll make a salad on the side with with it. But pretty much, I mean, that's about as as ba- or as uh, as crazy as a meal gets when you're making spaghetti. Yeah, I'm with Dylan, I don't think I've ever had green beans with my spaghetti as a side. Um, I'm trying to think if I've ever had any vegetable, maybe like broccoli. Yeah. Or like if I've had if like chicken alfredo, like oh. you make oh, some broccoli yeah. and dip that in the in the alfredo sauce. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. But like I've never had I don't think I've ever had green beans or really any other vegetables with spaghetti. Like Dylan said, it's like buttered bread, toast, or like 
garlic bread, whatever, you know. It's easier like, salad. Caesar salad's good with that or a salad, definitely. But I never heard of this type of thing. I was like, what? This is new. But uh, I do like green beans. I think that's what you said, Cam. We talked yeah. about it a little bit. But yeah, I don't yeah, I love beans. beans. Like green beans out of the garden is one of the best vegetables ever. But oh, I agree. But I don't know. That might be something on Instagram. We might put a vote on that. Is that a common thing when you have pasta or biscotti? And uh, <laughs> let's see how that plays out. We can talk about the big football game last night. Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, the most boring first half of football in the entire history of football. It was very slow. <laughs> Six to nine, five field goals. It was absolutely miserable. I stopped watching after the first half. Not because it wasn't a close game, but because I was so bored of watching field goals get kicked. Second half was apparently pretty crazy because uh, Georgia ended up scoring, what, like 32? A couple of interceptions, that kind of stuff. I thought it was neat that it was in Indianapolis. That was pretty cool for our city, hometown, that kind of thing. Um, and also it was pretty neat out here because I'm in Georgia right now. And so that was a lot of guys on the site were talking about it. Um put a lot of people in good moods in Georgia. It was kind of seeing some TikToks and all other videos from Athens where Georgia University is at, and those kids went crazy. And if I was in their shoes and that age, I would have done the same thing. So glad they're having fun. I don't know how safe it was, but still it was a good win for Georgia. Plenty, plenty of COVID probably went around. That's yeah, cool. there was no COVID in that area. They made sure that. It was past 10 o'clock, like, you know, how the restaurants. <laughs> yeah, COVID was asleep. Yeah. Or no, COVID was just getting ready to come out. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's how the bars used to shut down at 10 o'clock when we first started with all this. So, Yeah, I didn't watch the game. I'm glad Georgia won because I fucking hate Alabama. Sorry, Alabama fans, but your team's stupid as shit. Um, Too good. Like, it's almost like the Patriots, but next-level Patriots. Apparently, So, I just looked. The score was 33-18. Nick Saban has only <laughs> lost by 15 points or more twice in his entire game. <laughs> Allegedly. Dang. Like, what? Come on. It's not even fun. I thought it was cool that Georgia won because it's been so long since they've been there and won that. So, yeah. And then also it's neat that, you know, Atlanta Braves won this past year too, the World Series. So the city and everybody's, you know, Georgia's doing pretty well in a lot of the big the big dances, the big games. So mm -hmm. uh, that's exciting for the state for sure. And I just thought it was neat that it was Georgia. I'm like, oh, cool. That worked out. Okay, Dylan, you ready to shotgun one? Uh, duh. Get a rush straight to the head. I'm just going to start acting drunk and talking like I'm intoxicated. Sounds like that one guy. I'm in my sixth beer and <laughs> talks about the rating of it. Like, come on. Yeah. That oh. <laughs> guy. That guy. We've talked about him before on here. I don't want to cyber bully, you know? Yeah, yeah but that's true. So, Cam, what about your uh, comment on the TFM page about Eastern Michigan alum publicly offered Caleb Williams $1 million to transfer? Yeah. So, goodbye to college football. Like, <clears throat> so whether, whether or not you think it's okay to for players to get paid, I don't really care. But the fact that now alumni are offering kids – a million dollars to go play at their school. Like it's just going to turn crazy. Like any of the, any of these schools that have rich alumni or just a shit ton of money 
are just going to start paying all these athletes and then the schools are just going to dominate. So, I mean, I guess that could be good for like, maybe Purdue would be better because (laughs) Purdue's got a lot of engineering alumni. So maybe they got some rich guys out there who want Purdue's football team to be better. I don't know, but like, it's just, I I don't know. I think it's going to get out of hand and be absolutely crazy. And then, it's it's gonna turn into the NFL. I I hate watching the NFL. I feel like they, I feel like most of them just. I mean, they're there for the money. Obviously, it's their job. But I feel like most of them don't give a shit if they win or lose. So I don't know. It's I feel like college football is gonna be ruined. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, and whatever happens, you know, going to college to get your degree, you know. Now they're just chasing money. Yeah. Jeez. I kind of – I don't like it either. I like college football over NFL. Um, I like watching college game day, get up Saturday morning. We talked about that before. Um, funny story there, backstory a little bit with college basketball and college football. IU coach, you know, there was alumni that paid out the previous coach's contract so we get the one we wanted. So it's kind of annoying that you got people making – has the money that can make the decisions for the school. Yeah. Like with the players, it's like you're missing the game. The game has changed a lot since it's you know been around for so long, but now you're getting money more involved, and there's already money for the better the better schools. You know, you got better sponsorships, better equipment. Now on top of that, you're gonna have it. It's gonna it's not gonna make the game as fun as to watch, or I don't know the players. Yeah, it's great for them, I guess, but they need to be there for school, and then that's kind of the same thing with basketball. You can play you know one and done for basketball, college basketball, and you can go to the NBA if you get drafted. It's like it's changed the basketball so much, so you can't build a program all the way. You kind of build it halfway through and then it's like, okay, starting fresh again. You got new guys coming in and these guys are already gone, go to NBA. So it's pointing. That's where we're at in America with, you know, sports, like let's play the ball. Let's play hard and see what happens. And with the tournaments, it's changed so much with, you know, more people getting involved in politics with it all too. So we'll see how how it's going to work out for like red shirting. Like you just kind of max out your red shirt so you can get that extra million. Mm-hmm. or something and then just be like well i made you know say obviously i don't think this is realistic but say like man i made 20 million playing college football i don't even want to go to the nfl or whatever it's like yeah. screw that obviously i don't think anybody would see that they'd be like ah, i see more money so I'm yeah i mean i don't know someone was telling me well it'll be more of an incentive for them to stay for four years no because if they're now what they're going to do is they're going to go to the the, these teams they're going to negotiate with these teams and they're going to be like listen i could go first round i want i'm making x amount in college i want x amount more when i get on a team or whatever you know like it's just more i don't know i just think it's- i don't i don't really really like it not for the fact that they're getting paid i don't really give a shit about that but for the fact that i think that it's going to be even more unbalanced in the league with schools that have more money or alumni that have more money or willing to put more money towards a sports program. Cause it's not just football. It's not just basketball. It's literally every single sport. It'll be interesting too, because so obviously NASCAR has nothing to do with this, but there was a sponsor in NASCAR called DC solar. So DC solar came out 
had all this money sponsored these cars. So we'll say it was a hundred thousand dollars a race to put your, to put DC solar on the car. Well, then it came out, they were lying to investors. They didn't have the money, like, but this race team accepted the money because obviously they were on the car. Like they, they got paid the money. (laughs) Well, then this guy is now in jail and they're having to pay back the money. So what happens when a wealthy alumni gives money to the school comes out? Oh, this is actually like not your money. This is for, it's from something illegal. A tax fall. You're going to give it back. The the kid going to give it back to this or the, the school going to give back these donations. Like there ain't what's going to happen there. So yeah. that would be crazy if something like that went down. I think there's going to be all kinds, excuse me, all kinds of scandals or problems or something, uh, especially at the start. There, It's going to, I honestly think it's going to get out of control and something's going to happen. They're going to have to put like a cap on how much they can make. Yeah. I definitely see that happening. A I salary it. cap for the, the school. Yeah, like you can only make, you can only make 100000 a year. You can't put pay your players more than a hundred thousand or something. Yeah, but, I don't see an issue with donations. I don't see that. It helps the school a lot, but I also see it's kind of disappointing because it's an opportunity. It was an opportunity for me to go to college. Like you know, it was exciting to go to college, and then you start changing it so much. Yeah, they're good at football, they're good at basketball, but this is an opportunity for him to get his or her, you know, his de- their degree and move on in the future in their lives. It's not just you know four years of their life playing football and then well, yeah, that's it. the other thing. People are they get they've had to put their bodies on the line for nothing. I'm like, you shit me. You know how much college costs? Yeah. You know how much dorm rooms and books and, and tutoring cost? How much meal plans cost? Do they get all that shit for free, buddy? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Free well, gear, free clothing, free everything, man. I don't know what you're talking about. They don't well, pay for it'll, I mean, it'll end up being just like now, like, oh, I really like somebody's super good at football, but they don't have the grades. And somehow they like kind of somehow magically get into the university. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Push them if, in there. Yeah. It'd be crazy if someone like, you know, is going like Harvard or something like uh, you would never be smart enough to get into Harvard. But it's like, well, we'll pay you 10 million. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I can't get in. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get sure you the you best tutors possible. And you can take your exam in private with the your tutor will be there to in case you have questions yeah i really like this topic it's like i said it's very it's sad whether it's where it's going to be and what could happen and there's so many more. controversial that's yeah. for sure some people yeah. will be like t- thinking like we're nuts mm-hmm. that's true it might not be a big deal we'll see how it plays out but it's insane it's just crazy to me like if you like really thinking about it, it's crazy to me that someone is so invested in a team winning a game that they will <laughs> give a million dollars to yeah. someone. To I'm all it. for like endorsements, like hell yeah. Like sponsor kids. That obviously makes sense. You're using them in your commercials. Like, yeah, they need to get paid, but yeah, for you to like care that much about your high school or about your college to literally pay. Like, I just don't understand it. how people like it. It baffles me. Like I get, being into a team and being at a game and getting excited because I do I've done that I still do that but like it just baffles me how into the into sports people get like it's their entire life it's like who they are as a person they're like that's the crazy that's the crazy uh Oklahoma guy that just goes to every game and like paints his whole body and just goes ape shit and like his whole house is decorated Oklahoma like yeah. I'm like, I get it. I don't know. I get it that you really love the team and stuff, but I'm like, that's your whole identity. 
Yeah. And that's like what your that's your life is to be a fan of a team that you have no affiliation with besides that you're a fan. It's definitely more I just have no I do not understand. That was a good topic. I yeah. don't know how we started on this. Um the kid <laughs> the kids getting a million dollars or oh, yeah. dollars. So Cam, how's the uh, how's the dating life? How's it, how's it been going? So I haven't gone on any dates, but I got on the dating apps, I think back on the dating apps, I think on the third. So I actually tied this up. I was going to bring it up today, but then I was like, nah, I'm not going to bring it up. No one cares about my relationship status. (laughs) But I guess since you guys are asking. um, So since the third, which was last Monday on um, Bumble and Hinge, the two dating apps I use. I have gotten about 45 matches in a week. Okay. Dang. Actually, I've gotten more. Watch out. Ladies I've man. gotten more, but 45 people have have messaged me one time. Okay. <laughs> one message. Whether it's I say something to them and they respond, and then I say something back, or they say something to me, I respond. They have not 45 women have not messaged me after one response. Wow. Okay. Must of have those a really shitty answer to whatever they're asking. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> two have continued to message me, but I have to start the conversation every, every day when I do message them. And it's usually about three or four messages throughout the day. And that's it. So I'm like, why the fuck did I get back on these dating apps? Because Obviously, everyone on here is just doing it to swipe through and not actually on here to, like, meet people and date. It pisses me off. So 45 a week. How many weeks are in, in, the, in the year? 52. Mm-hmm. So 45 times 52. That's 2,340 women <laughs> a year. But take okay? your two. That messaged me once, Okay. 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 52 times two, 104, 104 will continue to message me (laughs) if I message them first. (laughs) I've yet to set up a date with any of these women, but they all said possibly next week, the two that are still talking to. So So, you got rid of them for a while. Did you, how did that play out? Just kind of got tired uh, of from like Thanksgiving. I was like, I'm not going to try and go on dates around the holidays. Because one, I'm not going to be around a lot. Two, yeah. I'm traveling. Like, I'm just going to be busy. I'm not going to try and go on dates. I don't want to spend the money. I'm spending money on gifts and all that. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I just said, fuck it. I was like, I'll get back on them. Like, I still had them. And, but I wasn't, like, on them really at all. And uh, so after the new year, I was like, oh, I'll get I'll get back on them. I'll try them. And then this. So now I'm not real excited again. Well, you still have 104 out there for you. Yep. So there'll, be, there'll be something, I promise. There's something out there for you, Cam. I do have oh, a I know. I know. I'm, I'm just like, where is she? Because I'm tired of talking to girls. I'd like to talk to a woman. Yeah. Oh. A little more mature and a little more working. You know, Someone that's younger. actually interested in, like, talking and getting to know me and meet, yeah. meet up with me somewhere instead of this, like, I'm going to talk to you on here and then ghost you after we talk for five minutes. Well, that's kind of funny because my next question for you and others, Dylan, you can chime in a little bit. 
Um, and I was on the dating apps, what, I guess two I'm years not ago. not use dating apps. I think we talked about this season one or two. Yeah. Yeah. But Dylan you can, before the dating apps. Cents, you can put yeah. your two cents in it because we do care about your opinion on the three guys in the pontoon. Wow. That's so <laughs> kind of you to say. <laughs> no problem. So my question is, should the dating apps almost be like Uber? You can almost kind of, after a date, after a conversation, you can rate them after you kind of had that interaction with them. Um, yeah. So if you got ghosted, you can put like, ah, oh, it was a one because I got, or you put a reason why, you know, you don't. Yeah. I think it's fair. I think people should hear why. I think you should, you should be able to re- leave like a five-star rating. Um, but if you leave the rating, you have to write why. Mm-hmm. And just a sentence. It doesn't need to be a freaking paragraph. But like that way, if I'm like one star and they're like, why? And I say, because they messaged me one time and then never messaged me again. They're only on here for swiping. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't it's, know. it's definitely a mental game. It can mess with you up a little bit when those swipes a little bit, when you start, you know, you get these matches and nothing goes the way you thought, or you asked to be, you know, you try to take them on the date and they're busy and they throw you under the bus. So I mean, not throw you under the bus, but kind of throw well, you. That's, that's, yeah. That's and the I other get, thing. I get, I'm get, like, I get people get busy, but it's just kind of. Yeah, playing. but I'm like, if you're that busy that you can't meet up, I'm like, I'm free anytime this week. What day do you like? I'll, well, first, I'll be like, hey, I want to take you out and do this on Thursday night. I can't. I'm busy. OK, what about uh, Wednesday? I'm busy. OK, Friday or Saturday? No, I'm busy. OK, well, I've tried to make plans with you. Because girls want you to come up with the plan. They don't want you to be like, when are you free? What do you want to do? They want you to come up with a plan. That's what every girl I've ever talked to says they want you to do. And it better okay. be the right thing. Now, I've tried that, and you've denied full four days. What day are you free? I don't know. I might be free next week. Okay, well, what day oh, next man. week do you want to get together? I don't know. You'll have to talk to me next week. I'm, I don't. I don't know for sure. Okay, I'm not talking to you then. Yeah. I'm trying to schedule like literally anytime you're free, I can probably meet after work. But you don't obviously don't want to, so I'm done with it. So let's turn to kind of turn the table on the other side as a female in a dating app world to the guys. This is a great opportunity even to judge us to, you know, maybe not paying or not showing up to a date. Or if we're being a Mr. Player that they all think guys are players, yeah. Then you know, they can judge us. So I think it's a great talks too much. His hair yeah. looked funny. He doesn't, he doesn't, um, he smells, he smells. He t- yeah, like he, smells. he walked up and he wasn't even wearing shoes. <laughs> like I would, I would like that because if I actually got some constructive criticism, like, Oh, he talks too much about himself. I'd be like, okay, I need next time. I need to focus on not talking too much about myself. But the, here's the other problem is people don't communicate to begin with. So like if I was on a date and someone was like, honestly, we've talked a lot about you. Like I guess, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Let's talk about you or let's, you know, talk about something else, but no one communicates. Everyone gets butt hurt over everything. So if I don't want to talk to you, Cam, I can just, you know, delete you. And that's kind of much attitude out there. So. Which I get from that standpoint, too, that girls don't like turning down guys because there are crazy assholes out there, like, stalk them. Definitely. And, like, do crazy shit. I get that. But I don't – I don't know. 
I I personally would rather someone be like, this is why I don't want to talk to you anymore. So that I can at least try and correct that in the next situation mm-hmm. rather than just ghost me. And then I'm like, okay, I have no clue what happened and why they don't want to talk to me anymore. I'd rather know so I can figure that Definitely. out. It, it, it could help everybody learning. You know, we can always be learning in something, doing something. So you can learn how, okay, I don't do well with these kind of personalities or I'm talking too much in my, about my life or whatever. You can learn, okay, hey, I need to be a better listener. You know, that kind of thing. Or I need Guys, to- what's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't I'm know where to start. <laughs> how about I take you both out on a date? <laughs> oh, i'm already shit. taken sorry <laughs> we live too far away it would never work yeah long, long distance <laughs> oh so it's the distance that's the only reason okay uh, I can, yeah i can live with that <laughs> I'll, I'll uh leave your feedback after this it'll be like a questionnaire i was cam on the podcast yeah we'll put that <laughs> we'll put that as a question why is cam single why do his dates not work out that's what <laughs> i want people to those would be I guarantee you there'd be some funny comments. I want you to post that on there. I want to. I want to see them. Yeah. I do want to save a little update. Is on Instagram we have nine hundred and three followers. So if you see us on Instagram or we add you guys, uh, make sure to tell your friends. Uh, I'd like to get to a thousand sooner than later. I mean we're getting real close. So, <laughs> but we'll keep posting stuff on there about different things we're doing or different topics, that kind of stuff. But yeah, 903. It's, we started this probably about, I don't know, six months ago, probably probably with an Instagram page. So. Well, thank you for listening to three guys on a pontoon. Also make sure to go follow us on our Instagram page. You guys have a great week out there. Be safe.